Hey, hey, thank you for joining me for a story time with Miss Clarissa. Today, we will be reading Chapter 2 of The Crystal Kingdom. He is coming. Generations passed and the events of the garden and the old dragon willow were old wives' tales mothers told to their children when they were naughty. All wives' tales have some roots in truth. Late at night, it was said that the groomings and war wolves will be seen gathering the dust from wars, conflicts, and anger of men. There had been no war for years. The four great kingdoms acted as cities of refuge for conflicts and people that needed help. As men expanded south, there were more reports of violence and more people needing help. The first reports came to Queen and King Ernesto. They ruled the island kingdom of water angels. Their reign expanded in land and to the furthest regions of the south. Vice Marshal Veldemir lived inland and commanded the armies of the kingdom. On orders from the queen and king, he sent spies to gather information in the south. There were rumors of a dragon that attacked settlers and darkness that seemed to expand to every village in the south that was under attack. A troop of 90 soldiers went to investigate. Days and months had passed with no word from Vice Marshal Voldemir's forces. In fact, there hadn't been a visitor from the South in weeks. It was bizarre because the Kingdom of the Water Angels was the only place to gather supplies for any travelers going north to other kingdoms. All of this was on Vice Marshal Voldemir's mind, but it was a special day. His daughter was going to celebrate her 11th birthday. He and his wife were having a party for her, and Princess Chloe was coming. It was truly a special day because this was Princess Chloe's first visit inland. The people were preparing for a great celebration. The smell of joy seemed to fill the air. It was a rare occasion when someone from the royal family left the island. They were a huge family, but Chloe was the youngest of seven children. On occasions, two of the princesses would swim to shore in playful competition, but they would only stay long enough to catch their breath before swimming back to the island. It was an official visit by Princess Chloe. She wanted to go inland for quite some time. She had begged her parents for years, but the birthday of Gail was a great reason to come inland. The two girls had played when Gail's father, Vice Marshal Valdemir, would come to the palace on official business. Chloe and Gail were best friends, and being the same age made it easy to talk and play together. 
As Chloe boarded the royal yacht, two of her brothers stuck their tongues out at her. They loved giving her a hard time, as brothers do. She thought how immature they were. Even though they were older, they acted as if they were younger. Her older siblings hugged her, and her mother and father kissed her on her cheek. She was embarrassed to have them embrace her in front of so many people. Her mother held her, grabbed her face, and said, Enjoy yourself, and if you need anything, Vice Marshal will get it for you. I will see you in three days. Before she could board, her mother took a crown off her head and placed it on Chloe's head. She told her to wear this with pride. It is a symbol of our kingdom. Wherever it goes, our rule will follow. As she walked down the steps onto the ship, she thought to herself how happy she was to get off the island and how great it would be to see her friend Gail. No pesky brothers or hovering parents. It is going to be the best three days of my life, she thought to herself. She also thought how heavy the crown was on her head. She couldn't wait to ditch that thing. Concurrently, in land, there was turbulence as dust in the distance could be seen from one of the towers. A rider was coming in yelling something. As he got closer, the guards could see it was one of the soldiers that left weeks ago and he and his horse arrived at the gate. The rider slid off his horse. Before passing out, he said, He's coming! What did that all mean? Meanwhile, at the shore, Vice Marshal Valdemir and Gail greeted the young princess. Chloe and Gail embraced, smiling and pressing cheek to cheek as if they had one face. Happy birthday, Gail, Chloe said. I can't wait to see everything. They entered the steam carriage and rode through the town. People tossed flowers and waved at the young princess. Fathers held their children on their shoulders as little ones tried to get a glimpse of Princess Chloe. It was so exciting. She had never seen so many people, and they were calling her name. As the steam carriage entered the paved driveway to the vice marshal's home, the girls chuckled as the carriage shook vigorously on the cobblestone road. They entered the party and began to eat cake and play games. Gail had the largest doll collection of any girl in the kingdom, even Chloe. She told Chloe to take one of the dolls for herself. Chloe said, but it's your birthday. I know, Gail said, but I want you to have it because you are my best friend. Chloe thanked her with a hug, and the girls played until there was no more light left in the world. After all the guests had gone, the vice marshal told the girls it was bedtime. They went to the guest bedroom where Chloe was supposed to sleep, but 
The girls begged him to let them stay in Gail's room for a sleepover. Please, they both said until Vice Marshal said yes. The girls jumped and clapped with glee. After getting the girls to bed, the Vice Marshal settled into his chair, thinking about the day's event and the troops that hadn't returned. Hmm, should I send more? It was odd indeed. A few minutes later, there was a knock at the door. Come in, he said. The door swung open. A frantic soldier stepped in. Vice Marshal, one of the soldiers came back from the south. Where is he? Voldemir asked. He is in the hospital, sir. You will have to come and hear his story. The vice marshal rode his steam-driven carriage to the hospital only to find the soldier confused and surrounded by a crowd. Clear the room, the vice marshal said. I can't hear him, the soldier said. He is coming. Who is coming? The vice marshal asked as he drew his face closer to the soldier. He whispered. As he passed out, Vice Marshal thought to himself, The little dragon in the fairy tales? Oh, it couldn't be. But that is the only name that made sense. What happened to the others? And why were his clothing burned? The Vice Marshal was confused but cautious. Something terrible was coming and he would have to prepare. But for what? Back at the vice marshal's house, the two girls talked and pillow fought until they collapsed from the fun they were having. Chloe thought to herself, nothing in the world could ever compare to this day. As she faded to sleep, she thought how great life was. Suddenly, the door flung open. Two soldiers and Vice Marshal Valdemir stood in the doorway. Wake up! We are under attack! The girls could hear the bells ringing in the distance. He commanded the soldiers to get the princess back to the island. Chaos was all around. The strange creature Riding wolves were attacking the villagers. Everything was moving fast, and the moon's light disappeared. Chloe looked up to see the silhouette of a creature too big to be a bird flying in the direction of the island. Once near the pier, she could see fire coming from the creature's back. The fire incinerated the castle. Chloe screamed, no, with all she had and her thinking about her family. What happened? How, how could such a beautiful day end so wrong? As the vice marshal and Gail embraced her, he instructed his soldiers to sail to the Crystal Kingdom. Gail and Chloe held hands, but Vice Marshal said to Gail that she couldn't go 
I will get your mother and yourself to safety. He yelled at the soldiers, go! You must keep her safe at all costs. As the ship sailed, Chloe was crying and Gail waved as her father put her in the carriage. As the yacht sailed in the distance, Chloe saw fire coming from the city and the island. She cried herself to sleep. The next morning, she woke up. Had it been a nightmare or a bad dream? Then she realized she was on the water. The wave woke her up. She went topside and began to cry again. The wave crashing against the yacht sounded funny. Chloe thought to herself, mm, it seemed a little like the sound of the waves against the rocks at home. This was a different sound. Maybe, but it made her think of home and her family. One of the soldiers brought her a bag. In it was the crown her mother had given her. Vice Marshal had given it to the soldier for safekeeping. She looked at it as they set sail for the Crystal Kingdom. She placed the crown on her head and began to cry, thinking about her family and what would happen next. Oh my gosh, that was so wonderful. Listen, be sure to join me next week as we read chapter three of the Crystal Kingdom, A Brave New World.